Hi gang, this is Nat Coombs. Start your engines and welcome to Tea, Toast and Towers. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Brit Towers New Year's show as we move into the bowls. I'm joined by Roger Goodell. Hi, Roger. Great to be with you. We're at the uh, bowl stage now, obviously, Roger. Um, we've lost a lot of teams along the way. Um, w- what do you actually think about that, um, losing those teams? But, you know, I understand the emotion that comes with that. And you've been with us most of the year. Have you decided yet what the favourite part of your English breakfast is? That's a question I get asked frequently, and I, I would tell you that it's difficult to put your finger on one specific decision. We've had a lot of new teams uh, join uh, British Lions. Um, Taylor, what would you be saying to these new teams? Because I knew you were trouble when you walked in. That's really interesting to know. But what do you actually think these teams are going to bring to Brit Towers in 2023? Trouble, trouble, trouble. And Tiny, you've looked at the teams um, in uh, British Lions for 2023. Uh, you got any thoughts on them at all? I've been Southampton, but I've never been to Scunthorpe. And uh, Billy, um, I know you've been looking at the Scottish teams. Um, you've got anything you want to say about Brit Towers? Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and before we... Uh, dive into the five bowl um, games over this weekend and mentioning the two best ball champions that we've had. Where I've mentioned we've had a lot of new GMs joining, I thought it'd be a great opportunity to get the two newest GMs to pop along and do the quick 10 that we used to do um, on the pod and in the articles some time ago where I pose 10 questions and two of the GMs are are going to join us. Um, Now, where are we going with these two GMs? Well, if I said to you, grab your bling, put your white socks on, and it's all ream, where do you think we are going? That's right. We are off to Essex. We've got um, Charlie, the new GM at Basildon Blitzers in British Lions. And also in British Lions, we've got Connor, who's the, the new GM at the Wickford Weasels. Yes, the Wickford Weasels. Didn't see that name coming, to be honest with you. Um, and for those that are familiar with the Quick 10, you'll know the format. Uh, for those that aren't, I'll just quickly explain. It's a... 
um, segment we used to do on the pod and on articles. And it's just a quick 10 questions where we get to know GMs in the Bricktails universe. You'll get to know them. Um, and I'll pose 10 questions and they will answer them. Uh, and as we've got two GMs, the way it's going to work is that I'll ask the question. And in the order of each question, Charlie will answer first and then Connor will answer second. Um, no specific order there, just went alphabetically. And uh, we'll get to know a little bit more about the two new GMs. We will, in future pods, come round and see who's interested in doing these for the breakfast show. But in the meantime, I am just going to let Charlie and Connor quickly introduce themselves and we'll crack on. I am mate, Charlie, from the uh, newly joined Basden Blitzers in the uh, British Lions League. I'm Connor. I'm the GM for the Wickford Weasels. Question one. How did you get involved in Brit Towers? So, uh, first of all, how did I get involved? Uh, a few of the guys that I know um, in an NFL chat that I've got. Uh, quite a few of them are in it. I think actually my, uh, everyone in that chat's in it. I think there's about 10 or 12 guys in there uh, that are all in it. So they've all uh, been on at me to get into it this year. So luckily, obviously, a place was uh, opened up and I was obviously happy to join. Um, how do I get in, How do I get involved in Brit Towers? I was aware of it, obviously. Uh, I went to the UK FFC event uh, earlier in the year, which was fantastic. Met Simo and some of the guys and some of my friends in our NFL group chat uh, or in the division and... Yeah, that's what that's how I'm aware of it. Uh, and obviously follow on Twitter. What NFL team and or college team do you support and why? Uh, what NFL or college team do I support? So NFL is the New Orleans Saints. Um, college, I haven't really got into college yet. Um, I think I might try and get into it this year. Uh, if I was to pick a team, it would probably have to be LSU with the uh, Louisiana connection to to the Saints. Why do I support the Saints? Um, long story short, a friend of mine at West Ham told me to watch NFL. So one weekend I watched the NFL. I think the Saints were playing against the Rams. Quite a high-scoring game. The Saints uh, players celebrated a touchdown uh, doing the cross-hammers arms signal, uh, which obviously is in relation to West Ham. So, yeah, that was my reason why I picked the Saints. Um, what NFL team do I support and why? Uh, I follow the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I got into the Ravens back when I was at university, um, back in sort of early sort of 2011, 2012, obviously, the year for the Mile High Miracle uh, with Joe Flacco. Um, so, so that's kind of why I sort of followed the Ravens originally. Question number three. How did you get into the NFL as a fan? Get into NFL, yeah. Just a, a friend of mine at, at football um, at West Ham, just telling me how good the NFL was, and just kept on badgering me to uh, watch it. Uh, kept on saying no, it's shit. Um, but yeah, that one weekend I watched it and absolutely loved it. Been hooked ever since. Watched every single Saints game ever since. Um, got any kind of coincides with how did I get into the NFL? So I fell out of love with the NFL. Not fell out of love with it. I just kind of didn't get into it as much when I left university and then going into the 2018 draft I kind of picked a few players that, that I liked so obviously had that affiliation with the Ravens and uh, obviously loved Lamar Jackson um, thankfully obviously we drafted him and uh, yeah that's 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 how I got into the NFL what other hobbies or sports do you enjoy outside of NFL uh, other hobbies um, 
obviously mentioned football, West Ham, home and away seasons you get older. Um, darts, I love me darts, play darts, um, boxing, cricket, you name it, pretty much every sport. Um, other sports, I'm a big West Ham fan, um, I've seen to get older, uh, so I'll go watch them a lot, obviously was there last night, so uh, yeah, not in the best place for West Ham at the moment, um, I love all sports, love golf, I uh, love most sports really, um, so that's where I, what sort of sports I like at the moment. We love uh, music at Brit Towers, um, so what is your favourite type of music, or artist, or artists? Uh, next up, music. Now, this is probably going to be quite controversial. I'm not really into music, to be fair. I don't really listen to music at all, really. So, yeah, like I said, a bit controversial on that one. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Music-wise, uh, I'm a big James Bay fan. Uh, my pals, obviously, a couple of them in the, uh, in the BFFL know that I've, uh, I'm massive into James Bay. Me and the wife go quite a lot, and it was my first dance at my wedding. So, yeah, love James Bay. Uh, like all music, but James Bay is my favourite. Who would you regard as your biggest rival or rivals in the Brit Towers universe? Uh, so next up, biggest rival. So like I mentioned earlier in a group chat with uh, 12 other lads, so uh, all of them. Um, but like uh, probably in this same segment, uh, Connor, I think he may have mentioned my name. He's, he'd be my biggest rival. Um, like he said, we've known each other since we were two years old. Uh, we have a lot of banter about NFL, so yeah, that's uh, probably the one I want to be beating. Um, who do I regard as my biggest rival? Definitely being, obviously, coming into the BFFL together, my friend Charlie Levy. Um, you know, he's the, probably the guy I have the most banter with around NFL and drafting over the last few years, and I've known him since I was two or three years old, so yeah, definitely Charlie. What is your experience in playing or being a commish in fantasy football? Uh, experience in fantasy football? Um, well, I only got into NFL 2018. Um, so that was the uh, the championship playoff. Saints against the Rams, the no call, uh, which was heartbreaking. So it's obviously uh, always going to be heartbreak from the start for me, really. Um, so 2019 was probably the first year I've done fantasy football. Uh, didn't really know too many of players from other teams. So that was kind of a bit of a, a learning year. 2020, obviously having a bit more of an idea of uh, other players. And then 2021, having a bit more of an idea of players deeper in rosters and obviously a lot more of the, of the stats and stuff like that. This year has kind of been, or 2022 rather, has been the first year where I've really been taking it quite seriously so I'm looking forward to 2023 and in terms of commission uh, commission a few leagues um, nothing too fancy to be honest I think I commission um, UK Saints league on sleeper uh, with a load of UK Saints fans so that's quite a lot of fun um, but involved in a few like paid leagues and a lot of the other big ones like Warrior Bowl etc um, what is my experience in playing or being a commission fantasy football I've played over the last sort of four or five years and sort of learning different things each year this has been my better year in terms of points scored, definitely. Um, and in terms of picking players that I feel that excel. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm commissioned a couple of divisions. Uh, I've got a couple of leagues on sleeper that I'm, I'm commissioned for and, and my work league. So yeah, I, I love playing. That's about five years experience. And like I say, getting better every year. Who is your favourite NFL player and why? 
Um, Favourite NFL player? Uh, well, as a Saints fan, that's quite hard at the moment. Um, Kamara's not really been firing. I was a big fan of him. Still am, of course, but yeah, he's not really fired this season. Uh, Michael Thomas, obviously, when he's on the field, love the guy, but again, he's not been on the field for, for nearly two years. Uh, so for me, it's, it's probably got to be Chris Alave because just of how exciting he is. And if it's not Alave, then maybe someone like Taysom Hill, again, just because he, he brings out something different um, that not many NFL players can do. Um, obviously, as kind of alluded to earlier, who's my favourite player in the NFL and why? Lamar Jackson, he's the most transcendent player and transcendent he kind of changed the position, really. Um, and, 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 you know, now we're looking at quarterbacks, not just that can throw, but also mobile. You look at the likes of Justin Fields, Jalen Hurts, you know, these sort of players coming through that have not just got good arms, but are also so efficient with their legs as well. Are the GM of the new London NFL franchise. Your first job is to choose your head coach. Which person who is not a current head coach of an NFL team do you employ? Um, so if I'm the GM and I want to coach someone who isn't a coach, I think it's probably going to be obvious and I think probably guess who it's going to be. It'll obviously be Sean Payton, Hall of Fame coach. And I think he will be back in 2023 and hopefully we get a load of draft picks for it. For me, obviously, I love John Harbour, so I love the Harbour brothers. Uh, so Jim Harbour would be my pick 100%. You know, that, that sort of ilk and that, that family feel and you know, the way they sort of develop their teams is something to really behold and I think he'll be back in the NFL soon it wouldn't surprise me if you know someone came in for him at the end of this year so yeah for, for my London franchise it'd definitely be Jim Harbour and the last question who is your Super Bowl tip this year then last but not least uh, Super Bowl tip um, I'm probably going to go on the NFC side the AFC is so stacked it's impossible to predict um, so NFC I mean I could easily say the Eagles but that would be a bit of a cop out uh, I really like the 49ers, even without Jimmy G there. I just think they've got probably the most complete roster. Um, so, yeah, 49ers are my shout. And who is my Super Bowl tip this year? I picked them at the start of the year. Uh, my pick was the Chargers. Um, obviously, they've had a lot of injuries this year. They're going to make the playoffs, I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, and obviously, now they're getting... If they get Herbert firing, you know, get the likes of Keelan and Adam and... Uh, their other receivers, you know, flying. I think they'll be really, real tough force to stop, especially their defense as well. You know, the Khalil Mack and you know some of their guys on defense is just ridiculous. So yeah, I think they're my pick still. Even though obviously I'm a Ravens fan, and I think we'll go far in the playoffs. I do think if we do come across the Chargers, that'll be one that will be the uh, end of that. So yeah, that's my quick fire team. So there we go. That was the quick 10 with Charlie and Connor. <clears throat> I just want to thank them for taking part and we'll bring that around to all you other GMs. Bowl time. Bowl time. Um, before we do that, uh, let's uh, talk about the best ball situation. So we've got two best ball levels um, for any new GMs. Uh, we've got the league, uh, British Lions. Um, they're on sleeper, they're a complete redraft. Um, we do the lottery draw um, for the draft order every year. So four of those teams 
automatically get promoted into the major leagues. Uh, but this year, uh, eight of them went up due to teams leaving and, and gaps appearing. Hence why we've backfilled with new teams this year. Uh, Richmond River Demons uh, won the, the championship, the first ever British Lions championship. They they were top for most of the latter part of the season, um, if I'm being honest. They they rose up. Uh, Hull Crimson's, who finished second, were top um, and they were looking very dominant, dominant. And then they got smashed by injuries, as did a lot of other teams. Um, and then Richmond just took over and, and stayed. They must have built had a spell at top, so did the um, Aberdeen Gnomes. They had a spell at top, um, and they were teams swapping places all over the place. And because we have two uh, separate drafts, um, so there are kind of duplicate players um, involved um, for, for half the leagues, the points are quite close. Although, saying that, Richmond did win with a 55-point advantage over Hull in second. Manchester finished third. Bromley Cardinals, uh, Manchester Bills that is, because we've got two Manchester teams. Uh, Bromley Cardinals finished fourth. Maidenhead Robins in fifth. Bognor Regis Orcas, who were mid-table, and then the latter half of the season just skyrocketed up the table. Northumberland Mustangs, and then the Swansea Orcs, who were also um, around the top top of the tier at some point, and again, injuries slipping down. So they were the eight teams that moved up to Bulldog for 2023. Now, Bulldog itself... Um, saw a few teams going up, hence why there were so many teams moving into Bulldog, because we saw a load of Bulldog teams move up into the BFO and the BFU as well. Um, they've taken jobs and so forth um, for vacancies that came up. We do do that for new GMs. If vacancies, if uh, teams leave, we, we put the vacancy out there. And if you want to take the team over, you can go and take the team over. <clears throat> so, was a really interesting season in Bulldog. Uh, Cheadle Rivercats were basically uh, swapping places with Cornish Wizards at the top. Um, a lot of South London Saints went top. Um, but in the end, Cheadle dropped off um, and Noah did take over um, in the BFO. So maybe he, he got a team that he took over there to the playoffs. So maybe his head went off and he wasn't doing as many trades or signing waivers. But Cornish Wizards won the second championship of British Bulldog. Um, so they got the automatic promotion place and Kingsdown Kiwis got the second automatic promotion place. So they move up to the BFO uh, along with South London Saints, uh, Cheadle River Cats. Uh, the Gospel Exiles move up as well, but they've rebranded to the um, Shropshire Leopards and the Belfast Phantoms, um, who finished third in Bulldog. Uh, the GM took the vacancy in the BFU this year. So they move up as well. So that's the best ball situation. Um, over in the bowls, uh, in the BFFL bowl, the top level, uh, level one, it's the Brighton Sharks going up against the Edinburgh Cobras. Now, Brighton are appearing in their first bowl. They are two-time South Division champions, but they've never got to a bowl yet. Always missed out in the playoffs. Edinburgh in their second bowl in two years. They got to the BFFL bowl last year, played their rival, Manchester Hornets. Uh, unfortunately lost out. So they're looking to go one better this year, but they are going up against a really, really strong uh, Brighton Sharks team. Um, uh, Edinburgh themselves were in a really, really tough North division. Uh, all teams finished on seven and six. That's how competitive that division was. So they've they've had a tough trip through to the playoffs. They've met some tough teams in the playoffs um, and they're going up against Brighton Sharks team who finished on 11 and two 
in their division, six games ahead of their nearest rival in the South Division. Uh, they dominated that division um, to, to bring home their second title. In the BFC, uh, so um, obviously two teams came down from the BFFL to the BFC. Um, it's just who's going to win the ball. And it's Cardiff Hydra against Hebben defenders. Hebben um, avoids a very competitive, strong team, but haven't got to the bowl until now. They're in the bowl. And Cardiff, um, under a different GM, two in, in 2020, uh, in our first season, got to the bowl and they lost out to the Bedfordshire Gladiators. So they, again, similar to what I was just saying about Edinburgh, they'll be looking at going one better uh, this year. Uh, they had a really, really strong season. There, there was a there was an option for them to go unbeaten throughout the season, um, but it didn't happen. Um, but they've they've had a really, really strong season. And Hebben um, stopped Merseyside Rhinos in the North Division from taking their third um, divisional title. So Hebben Division Champions, Cardiff West, West Division Champions. So they're gonna the two champions there are gonna be going head to head. On to the BFA. It's the Birmingham Reapers against Cholton Valiants. Now Birmingham, um, similar story to what I just said um, about the BFFL North. The, the the BFA West was such a competitive division. Um, teams were swapping places all, all over the shot, um, but Birmingham came through um, to to get into the playoffs via the wild cards. Uh, they they finished third, um, but managed to go through uh, and, and, and then get through to the bowl. And they're going up against Chomp Valiants. Now, the story of the Chomp Valiants is this is their second bowl in two years. They're also a team that whatever level they've played in, so whether that's BFU um, or whether that's BFA, as this year, they've always won the division that they've been in. So they are three times South Division champions. So... That's going to be a bit of a, a, a tasty bowl. So, um, Cholton lost last year to Oldham Talon. So, they're again, another team that's back in the bowl and looking to go one better. In the BFU, we have uh, the Utoxeter Colts, who are now champions, back-to-back promotions. Uh, they come up from the BFO to the BFU. They're now going from the BFU to the BFA. So, they've got back-to-back, back-to-back promotions, back-to-back division titles Wakefield Marauders are their competition they won the BFU North Bowl back in 2020 difficult season last year and then back on the ball this year Um, so it's going to be a really interesting bowl both these teams um, have have fared really well during the season Um, Wakefield were in a really strong BFU division um, and Utoxeter basically dominated the West Division for, for the majority of the season and then we move to the BFO, and it's my Gibraltar Mandalorians going up against Cassie's uh, Coyotes. Um, I would love to applaud it, my team, and come in with confidence and give it the old rah rah razzmatazz. But the thing is, um, I've got players that aren't playing. Um, my my starters, I haven't got Derek Henry, so that's that's a big point scorer out the window. But my roster aside, Cass has had an absolute tremendous he started off he had a fantastic draft um as the draft was going on and myself and rich were commenting how well he was drafting and it paid off he dominated that bfo north um he dominated teams he come up against he was averaging over 200 points per game for the whole regular season really 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 elite performance there um 
And I just think he, he I mean, he's, he's just smashed into five points in the playoff. Um, I just think it's a step too far for my Gibraltar team. Um, that's not mind games. That's not reverse psychology. I just think Kilmarnock are a really strong team. Um, and if he does win the bowl, um, you know, I think he will. Um, it's well deserved because he, he's had a really great season. And I'm just happy to be going up to the BFU. Um, so that's that's the bowl situation um, going in to this weekend. Um, I want to wish you all a happy new year. Um, I'll be doing a few pieces during the off-season. Um, some potential news coming um, about the relegation playoff system. Um, and I'm having a look at that. I had some feedback from some GMs, some that were involved in the relegation, some that that nearly were involved in it, and then other neutral GMs. Um, I've been having a few chats with people um, with regards to who qualifies for the relegation playoffs. So I'm going to... I'm going to look at that in the off-season and I will be coming back to you and the new league constitution will be drafted probably around February, March and I'll get that out to you. Um, I just want to wish you all, uh, again, a very, very merry, uh, very merry Christmas. That's gone. A very happy new year, sorry. And good luck to all the bowl games uh, this weekend and we'll see you in a few weeks. Take care. All the best.